Welcome everyone to episode 28 of the Football United vs Soccer City podcast. Thank you to everyone who listens to this podcast regularly and thanks to the one-off listeners who are interested in a particular Illawarra footballing person. This episode's interviewee grew up playing other sports and came to our great game later than most. However, once introduced, she fully immersed herself in the game. Firstly, as a player, she started playing at high school in the early 1980s, and after three years, she then saw a newspaper advertisement to play for the Fernhill women's team. And as a 14-year-old, Jenny North was dropped off by her mum at Pop Arrington Park, Reedtown, to play with adult women. After this point, she then played for a host of teams slash clubs such as Tarawana, Southern New South Wales, Liverpool, South Coast United, Winuna, and the Wollongong Wolves women's team. Jenny had a substantial playing career in the Illawarra, although it wasn't just playing where she contributed to our sport. In the early 2000s, she joined the Illawarra Women's Soccer Association as a publicity officer. Her contribution was significant and she was awarded a life membership a decade later. Plus, she has been coaching her daughters in the last several years. I sincerely thank Jenny and her family for letting me into their home to conduct the interview. It was brilliant chatting with her and I hope you enjoy this interview. Welcome everybody to the Football United vs Soccer City podcast. I am in the leafy surrounds of Winuna, and I'm extremely excited to have my next guest on the podcast and I'd like to welcome Jenny Shilton. Jenny, thank you for having me in your home. Greatly appreciated. Yeah, thanks Travis for popping in. Uh, let's um, delve into your career and, and your football slash soccer journey. Um, what were your, um, you were sort of born in in uh, early 71. Um, what were your first uh, memories of soccer? Yeah, I guess um, it was probably a few years uh, after I obviously I was born. Um, I've got two younger brothers, so it wasn't until a bit later on that I was introduced to soccer. Um, but I played other sport le- yep. yeah, leading up to that, so I was always involved in um, running, yep. running around Balgowney everywhere. Um, then I played some netball when I was yep. young, um, pretty much at the beginning of school. Um, and then into tennis. Yeah, I love tennis. Tennis is every Saturday, <laughs> Sunday, playing out at Bulleye, being coached by the late Eddie Barclay. Yep. Um, yeah, I just, I was just playing tennis all the time. I thought that's what I wanted to do. Um, and I think it wasn't until my dad started coaching the, one of my younger brothers yep. and Balgowney, of course, yep. and I just wanted to have a go because <laughs> yeah, I just like running around the soccer fields. That's what I used to do is that's where I was always running. And, um, yeah, and um, I played in high school, obviously, yep. when I started high school as well. And then it wasn't until um, I was 14, yeah, and then I was allowed to play in the into, into the women's or the, the ladies' competition for the Wollongong yep. Illawarra. And so we're talking in that sort of early 80s that you'd had, you know, a a couple of years 
um, at Smith Hill and Akira High where you officially sort of played the game apart from just having a kick around at, at Judy Masters or, or with your brothers and whatnot? Yeah, yeah. I guess that's probably my first, yeah, definitely my first memory um, because as I said, I was just involved in tennis up until then and I had to make a decision. I yep. couldn't do both. Um, so I had to make a decision. Was it going to be soccer? Was it going to be tennis? And I just, yeah, felt obviously the team sport it was great. I'll get involved. But yeah, definitely in the high school years, yep. um, it was an all girls school at Smith Hill High. Yep. And then it, when I went over to Kira High, it was yep. known as Kira Boys. Um, in, the, in the last two years, yeah, I, I continued playing um, with the school. And I think I also represented it. The one of the years I think I don't know was eighty six or something. The CHS. Yeah, <laughs> that was, yeah, that was interesting because I was probably one of the youngest ones in the team at the time. Yeah. So what did you um, think of? Uh, I guess it's a, a different introduction to the game than say uh, people have today, or even I guess the boys did in that era. It was different for the girls because it was evolving. I guess at a later rate. Um, so how was it for you in those sort of high school years when you first did play um, that you got to play in an official game in that sense in an organized game yeah yeah it was definitely um, different like it was um, you know pretty much eye-opening because knowing that there's all these other girls out here playing which I didn't think there was obviously um, I thought it was just you know the boys yep. playing that's all I had seen um, so yeah that was a good um, step up from playing in the school soccer to going representing the the district I guess um, and then it wasn't until I was in I think it was year nine or year ten that's I was eighty six so yeah I joined Fernhill ladies soccer team and then that's when it just all opened my eyes just went oh my gosh look at all these players and the level as well yep. the skill level which a young person who was you know I might have been 14 or 15 at the yep. time I had yeah no idea yeah and, and I guess to put it in context there wasn't the um as there is now there wasn't the sort of junior ranks to sort of I guess dip your toes in the water so to speak in those early years for you it was more high school and then you're straight into sort of open women's at a at a very young age yeah yeah for sure I think even when I went down to watch my brothers play for Balgani I don't recall any yeah any girls being involved yep. in those teams, um, so yeah it was that was my first yeah first uh, opening of playing soccer is yeah straight into it in amongst all age <laughs> women yeah. playing and um, yeah definitely yeah. So how in terms of because uh, I usually do it midway through an interview, but when you first started playing in those high school years, and then we'll talk about Fernhill now. Was there a posi- position that you gravitated towards? Um, yeah, I guess just what I found. I didn't realise, I guess, at that time, but I think I was classed as one of the fast, speedy strikers. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, which, um, yeah, because you know, I love scoring goals. I wanted yep. to be up front. and So you're I always in that attacking position. Yeah. <laughs> so that was early in the years when I was, yeah, obviously younger. Uh, in high school and then even when I came into Fern Hill as well it was that I don't know if they called me the whippet or something or there was a mention <laughs> there somewhere in one of my yeah like I was I think I was even out in the wing 
at that time. Yeah, so it was... Um, so what about Fernhill? Um, were they playing down at um, Taraji there near the beach, which um, it's called Ray Robinson Oval now, but were they playing there when you joined in, in uh, 86, 87? Yeah, no, they weren't actually. There was a park called um, Pop Errington. Yep. Park that had the soccer in, field. In Reetown there. That's Retown. where Fernhill used to yeah. play. Yeah, because the only reason why I knew it was there was because it was a tennis court over yep. on the other side. And I, re- yep. I played tennis there for sure. That was the tennis courts I played. And it was a, like a gravel driveway between that you, yeah, line of trees. Because that was Fernhill's old ground. And then the they transitioned ground. across. So that's yeah. that's where you played your first senior I, senior years of soccer. Yeah, that's where I met everyone down there. My mum took me. I remember she taking me down there because I remember I had seen an ad or yep. an article in the newspaper Girls wanted, you know, had to be 14 years or older to yep. play in this competition. And so I you thought, just hit that minimum. <laughs> yeah, I thought, I'm 14 now and I've been playing in high school and uh, I want to join a team. And so, yeah, went, went down there and my mum took me and, yeah, that was... And what were your memories of, of those first two years there at Fernhill in terms of um, players or just the way you felt about being amongst, I guess like-minded people in terms of playing the sport yeah I guess um I was a bit obviously shy very yep. shy very yeah within myself I didn't speak out much I've just went yeah okay I just did what I had to do and um, be polite to everyone yep. and yeah uh and it, it probably took me most of that season I would say just to get to know everyone and oh gosh they were just a great bunch of girls women ladies they were just such a great bunch just to start with um because i still i still see some of them now yep. as well like um the lady that was in charge of Fernhill at the time was uh, margaret cooper yep um her sister robin funnel um so yeah those those names are still around and those yeah they're still around and i still bump into them and we have great memories yeah after all these years because <laughs> pop errington's a very uh a very small pitch yes and uh yeah. you know the fence was very close to the sideline as well so um yeah. i guess it's not a bad introduction into the sport you don't have to run as much <laughs> but what what about um you know playing in at 14 um i couldn't imagine it myself um amongst sort of grown women yeah. how, how did you how did you find that aspect and did your mum or your parents sort of were a bit um, sort of apprehensive at first? Yeah, I think they were, for sure. Um, obviously, as I said, I, I think my main position was out on the wing. Yep. So I didn't get too involved in the whole, yeah, um, I suppose the contact yep. with, with the, um, and especially against the other team as well, just, yeah, not knowing um, what the strengths were there. Um, but I, I do remember, yeah, mum bringing me down, each, you know, dropping me off yep. and... Um, and look, by the end, I mean, we went away at the end of the season over to Fiji to play in this sports tour. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it couldn't have been asked for a better year <laughs> to actually be introduced into soccer and then also to go away with this great bunch of people. Um, and they just had the passion as well about soccer and women's soccer. And um, I think I scored a couple of goals, I think, yeah. I remember. And um pushing yeah and being out in the wing they just always like to play that wide wing position (laughs) um but as it as i sort of i suppose grown in confidence and got to know them well i was more of them coming into the midfield i think yeah more of a and that sort of just that's um controlling the ball and yeah pushing it around and um 
but yeah, it was um, very um, uh, yeah unknown, I guess. Yep. Yeah, what? Yeah, because a lot of them were a lot older than I. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And and I think um, uh, from what I um, and you might know better than me, but I think the uh, the women's game at that point in time had sort of sta- started in that sort of mid to late seventies um, in the Illawarra in terms of an organised competition. So it was probably, I guess, in its initial decade there. And, yeah. And, and you were a part of that. Yeah, yeah, I believe that's right. That, that was obviously started at an earlier time than when I came in. Um, and there was lots of teams, I believe, yep. as well, ranging from Cyril, Fran Hill, um, down to even on the sort of uh, past Wollongong, there was a couple of teams down that way as well. Um, but, yeah, I guess for me, I just didn't know what the yeah the the, the big picture was yeah, yeah. of all these players and where they've come from um i've just stepped into a game that i just knew that i wanted to play and and the, after having um a couple of years there you then um had a year next in 87 with Tarawana women's soccer team so how did that move come about yeah i think in the end um the fernhill side um folded yeah okay. and then um i think cuz i had they had been going i think for a number of years before yep. me before i joined um and then we moved up to so most of those players followed and we went up to Tarawana yeah oval um, and played a year, I think, up there. Yeah, um, but a Tarawana, yeah. So it's pretty it's, much the the bulk of the the Fernhill team that transferred yeah. up to Tarawana. Uh, yeah, it's like um, I remember Jordan McGuffey coming. Yep. Um, there was a um, there was a couple of other players because um, I think it was um, Ross Emerton yep. that was one of the coaches that I come across, and he's he's from Tarawana. So, yeah, yeah, definitely. And so, um, as well as that, you're, um, you then had your first sort of representative gig in the under-18s Southern New South Wales soccer team in that 87. Um, was that sort of just a, a sort of tournament or a couple of games, or what was that representative team um, made up of? Yeah, so that representative was to play in the state cup or the state division. Yep. Yeah, I think we were in division two at the time. Um, I think the association at the time might have thought that the, the competition needed to grow yep. and obviously with these you know talented players that I had around me um yeah we needed younger to, women coming into the yeah, sport yep. and we wanted to or the association decided to put um, a team into into that competition so it was like you were playing in two leagues and you were playing with Tarawana and then you were playing with with southern New South, New South Wales, Wales as well yeah I can't quite recall how that route maybe it was the year that we played in Tarawana and then then you had to make a decision. I think okay. after that you had because it was always on Sunday as well yep. that, that competition. Um, so I think they selected the players um, to go into that okay. into that team. So I think the competition still ran, but yeah, just that other team was playing. Yeah, around. Well. Yeah. So how did you find? Because um, you had a couple of years there um, in that in that Southern New South Wales representative team. So how did you find that? Um, yeah, again, um, very challenging, obviously, playing um, up in Sydney, yep. you know, travelling around. Every second week Every... You're, you're playing away. Yeah, yeah, because I, uh, I remember our home ground being down at Winoona, and yep. it was, um, I think it was over on the other side, the old field where they had the old shed, yep. and unfortunately that got burnt down. Yeah, that was more yeah. close to the cemetery so, end. Yeah, yep. that's right, and I think at the other on the other on the main field now, it was coal wash yep so yeah we played on that other field 
Um, so they brought in, obviously made up a team, and that's when I um, got introduced to Julie Porter, obviously yep. Julie McGuffey, and there was a couple of other players. Big um, names in the sport Julie down Norris. here. Yeah, yeah. I do remember Julie Norris from the Fernhill days. Yep. I remember playing with her, but Julie Porter I had never played with, only heard about her. Um, maybe against her over the the last sort of three or so years when I was playing Um, and then to become yeah to be part of this team and to then represent Illawarra in the yeah that state division competition was yeah and so was there a first grade southern New South Wales team above that and then you guys were sort of like the youth grade in a sense. Um, well, we didn't have we didn't have a set, like another team. It was okay. just us. Just you guys. I believe they just put us in the second division because yep. we were fairly new and fairly new to the competition, like the competition itself. Yeah, to be playing at that at that higher league. Um, so I do remember um, the lady that organised that. That was um, Cheryl Gaffney. Okay. Yeah. So she was part of that. Um, that yeah that starting of it all you know yep. just getting it all together and then finding us a sponsor and obviously having the shirts and then a coach and yeah so it's a lot of work to be done and and what about yourself it's sort of like a, a bit of a whirlwind in that sense that you'd played uh you know uh, three or four years at high school but then in the space of I guess three years with Fernhill and then Tarawana you're part of this sort of representative setup and then I guess it was just a lot of learning, um, just and being exposed to a lot of good soccer players. Yeah, definitely was definitely. We definitely had the good players in our team, and then also go up against teams in Sydney as well yep. and competing against them. Yeah, it definitely. Um, I guess broadened my skill abilities as well. Yep. And then in saying that to you, you know, you're training two nights a week, and then you're playing at the weekend. So everything involved around playing soccer. Um, yeah, at an early age. And I guess as well, you know, you're still sort of in your teens, 16, 17. So, um, you know, uh, you're learning, but in a short space of time as well. Yes, definitely. Yep. And um, and then having two younger brothers as well, watching them. And then I had an uncle playing. Um, uh, sorry, my cousin, actually. He was playing, yep. sorry, for the... I think maybe we're in the Coronal Rangers yep. sort of era. And um, so I was always involved or watching yep. soccer at some point. Um, so I was just really learning, I think, from what I'd seen yep. and how I'm playing against the girls because I never had, other than my coaches, of course, yep. during the week, I had never had any uh, extra coaching skills taught. It was all pretty much my self-learning and then I was, yeah, playing on the, on the on weekend. weekend. Yeah. And, and in terms of um, you also um, it's sort of dabbled in the, the year after, um, into indoor soccer um, at How's That, which was down at Ferry Meadows. So was that sort of, um, I guess, a, a year off? Um, or you're still playing with Southern New South Wales, but this was in addition to, and you're just playing, I guess it wasn't, it was on the sort of um, AstroTurf, was it? And was it a bigger ball or was it futsal? Yeah, no, a bigger ball this yeah. one was. I remember, the, the, the yeah, the, as you said, down in Ferry Meadows in that complex, so this would have been during the week. Yep. The <clears throat> the ladies or the girls I was playing with at the time. Put a team together. Put a team in. So that would have been another night out playing. Um, so really it's sort of, I guess, two nights of training, one day of indoor and then one day of playing as yeah. well. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, and there was a bigger ball, so it um, rebounded off, off the walls. So you could one-two yeah. with yourself and... Yeah, <laughs> and on the Astro. Yeah. Um, 
yeah so they were good they were good competitions too because yeah i think we end up winning a couple of those ones as well those competitions and and what did you think of um sort of the indoor game versus the outdoor game it was more just for you um i'm i'm loving soccer i'm loving football so i'm trying to get as much as possible yeah for sure definitely just to be involved being out there active um you know and then obviously toning in on my skills as well because being an outdoor game completely different to playing yep. an indoor game so a lot of close yeah, foot skills needed a lot of foot yeah so i think that's uh, that aspect helped me you know uh, in in, yeah, in the outfield. Those, yeah getting those skills um up to up to the yeah, the level that they should have been, I think, at an earlier age. <laughs> and so then you had a still had another year at, at Southern New South Wales in the State Cup competition. So, um, you know, when you look back on it now, those sort of years that you did play um, in Southern New South Wales, did you think it held you in good stead in terms of um, playing against better players, um, playing with better players that you could then sort of learn the game a lot quicker than may you may have in just a local competition by itself? I think so, yeah, for sure. Definitely just put me up to, onto that next level, knowing, okay, well, this is where I want to be, this is where I want to go, and to continue on at this level. Um, knowing, you know, how tra- your training is hard, you know, you're physical, you have to be on your game all the time to yep. be competing at this level. Yeah, so definitely it was a good... A good step up or yeah it's a good insight to um to be playing uh, yeah and i think just just with the association i think they just was just trying to um improve everyone's game yeah and to keep everyone involved as well because yeah. it was in its infancy then i guess um you know being 10 to 15 years old as an organized competition and sport that like you said there was a lot of uh younger women coming into the game and this was a good opportunity for them to um, play against better teams up in Sydney. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. And I think this was, like, as you said, the beginning of the Illawarra to yeah. then um, uh, have those girls coming through and knowing that there is somewhere else to go. There's a to pathway. Play. A pathway, yeah, and especially um, with the, yeah, the, 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 um, the number of girls that are playing now, you know, Back then, we obviously we we didn't have those numbers. It was yep. pretty unknown about women's soccer in the Illawarra. So yeah, just to have knowing that that we did have that at the very early age, uh, the early yeah years yeah. in the um the game in Wollongong. Yeah. And what about um socially um you know amongst your peers and friends? Was it a bit different that you were playing soccer at the time? Like you said, you had played a bit of netball and and predominantly tennis up until you started playing in those mid 80s was was it sort of still not seen as a popular sport amongst younger women yeah i think so definitely there was always that stigma of yeah yep. you're playing soccer oh okay yeah um we didn't get much publicity yep. i guess um i could see that at an early age um that we didn't get yeah the recognition Mission. the publicity i mean we got some but yeah obviously we didn't um get it from the from the men's association for football Illawarra um but we tried and we yeah we made sure that we were um playing as at the best yeah the best we could and obviously in these competitions these higher competitions just to to get us out there to for for other players and associations to recognize and do you think um looking back now and even when I spoke to Julie Porter um you probably didn't realize it then but do you look back in hindsight and say 
um, you know, the people that played in those competitions in those early years and even those representatives of southern New South Wales that you guys were laying the foundations for, for the next sort of decade or couple of decades for the younger women to come through and play in? Yeah, look, we wouldn't have realised that, of yeah. course. No, there was no way. But, um, yeah, look, I, it, it's just a, yeah, it was a great um, decision, yeah, made for, I think, now looking back, back from the association to do that, to put that team in. Um, and, yeah, and then just to have, yeah, that pathway, knowing it was there, even though it only lasted, I think, for a couple of years. It yep. didn't last for too long. Uh, at least they tried, yeah, to put us in there and to be known. Um, was there any um, sort of games of note that you can recall or or um, other players that you can um, think of in, in those couple of or two or three years that you played there? Yeah, I mean, obviously Ju- Julie McGuffey, I think she was just so talented. Yeah. And, and what made Julia a good player? Because I've you know, heard of her name quite a bit uh-huh. and, and even in, the, like you said, the limited newspaper articles that were around that time that I've researched, um, her name cropped up. Mm. Uh, where did she play and, 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 and what made her a good player? Yeah, I, I, she was in midfield. I remember yep. always being near her, <laughs> being <laughs> midfield. And she was a scorer as well. She yep. loved scoring goals. She was always behind, obviously, the, def, uh, the, the attacking. But yep. it was generally us, myself, Julie, um, maybe one other, you know, in that main midfield area. Yeah. Um, I think I was more sort of the set of person that set the goals up for yep. her, and yep. then she uh, she just finished them off. Always finished them off in in style. Um, she just loved the game, um, enjoyed every minute that I played alongside her and being with her. She was just a yeah. so there's good camaraderie amongst the amongst the women. Yeah. So after that um, sort of representative uh, era there with Southern New South Wales. Um, you then went back to, um, uh, in 91, uh, 92, you went back to Tarawana, um, women's soccer team, and then the local competition had changed to the Illawarra MacArthur women's soccer competition. So I'm, I'm assuming there that some teams from that Campbelltown area were amongst the, the Illawarra teams and, and you just played against each other? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so they then, um, I think with the number of teams... Pride, uh, while we were playing in this state cup, yep. had dwindled. So then they've decided to join the competition or the associations yep. with MacArthur and to bring, yeah, and then returning back to, to Tarawana. Yep. Um, and that was with, uh, again, Julie McGuffey and I think even Julie Porter might have come along with yep. us. Um, Linny Vissa. Yep. Um, there's a couple of the names that I do remember. Um, yeah, and because I, I was just from about um, at that time, was I. Um, I was still living in Balgani, so it yep. was nice and close. Um, Travelling up there, like on a Wednesday night, yeah, and um, just, yeah, just so training. So you just played and trained at Tarawana Soccer yes, for home games? Yes, did, yep. yeah. I think that might have been the time I met Margot Naylor, too, yep. at the, around that time, because um, yep. I know she was from Coromore, and I think she had a lot to do with Tarawana, too, yeah, back then. huge name in the game. Yeah, so all these, um, you know, as my career was going on, I, I'm being introduced to all these people yeah. and not, you know, just the history that they have across Illawarra in soccer is, yeah. is huge, yeah, is definitely. Huge. So you obviously um, enjoyed yourself there at Tarawana. Um, was, who was the coach of that team, do you recall? Um, I believe it might have been um, a 
guy called Scott Nichols, okay. I think, at the time. Yep. I'm just trying to recall. Yeah, because that was, if you, it was around 91. 92. 91, yeah, 91, yeah, 91 92. Yeah, yeah, that's... I think he was one of the coaches then. I'm not sure what was the second, or if we had a different one. Um, but that was, yeah, that was uh, a sh- competition. As it was MacArthur, so we were, yeah, obviously playing here, and then we'd be travelling out to, I think it was somewhere like, oh, I think it was like Campbelltown, or yep. playing on the fields that you just wouldn't imagine playing <laughs> soccer, <laughs> of course, for the girls. Um and around that time too, we also played um, like association cup. Yep. Um, which they played sort of during a, the that's week. That's a statewide cup. But it's just um, more your teams in the competition. Yep. They yeah, you just play oh, just like a, cup a competition. Yep. Yeah, knockout. Um, and then it was also each each beginning of each year there was a Bonnie Lassie. Yep. And that also happened in the early years as well. well so around Robin all day. Good preseason cup. Yeah, preseason cup. So like the I guess the comparative. To compare it to the men's, it would be the um, Coromel Leagues Cup and, yeah. and the Bonnie Lassie's the same thing. Yeah, and that, yeah. I, I know that's been going on for a long time. Um, so those those association Bonnie Lassie, I do remember yep. taking those out and winning those <laughs> as part of the um, of the of Tarawana. Um, I just yeah, I think I um, we must have just all followed sort of each other uh-huh. and sort of stuck together because I think that's the the base that we had, well, I had with these players starting in Fern Hill. Oh, all those years yeah, ago. Yeah, it just continued on, so. Yeah. And and at this time, um, you know, you're sort of, I guess, 20, early 20s, um, you're really enjoying the game, aren't you? Yeah, for sure. And developing yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah, because even, um, I think it was, yeah, was it that year? Oh, yeah, because I came back and played with Tarawana um, and maybe another year with Fern Hill. And then I went out to play with Liverpool yep. um, in a, in another state cup competition, and I guess that's why I just um, yeah I just wanted to just be the best that I could and yep. just to go and try to to represent even to get into the state team and to represent. So you're really pushing yourself. So we're in that when you said like yeah after Tarawana you had a another year in '93 with Fernhill, but '94 you were were playing with um, the Liverpool Women's Soccer Club. Yeah. So that was just a year up there. Up there, playing at the ground, up the main ground up in Liverpool in a state cup. Um, so how was that competition? It was, a, I guess, a Sydney-based competition. Yeah, it was. So it was a lot... Was it that far stronger than, than the Illawarra competition? Yeah, it was. Definitely, definitely was that next step up. It was probably even a next step up from the southern New South Wales yep. competition that we played in. And I remember going out with um, a young girl called Megan Clayton. Yep. Yeah, she was an up-and-coming at the time, great player, young, another young girl yep. you know, starting off. And so we you, would travel up you two together. were both, uh, I guess, carpooling, but yeah. you know, wanted to sort of push yourself further in, in that next tier competition. Yeah, yeah. And so how did you uh, find it personally? Yeah, look, um, I think probably challenging at the time, yeah, because um, it was... Probably around the time I might have been engaged, I think, yep. at the time. <laughs> yep. Now thinking back, because, yeah, it was quite early on my years. Um, so, yeah, just, uh, know, you know, my partner knowing that that was my whole life. This yep. is what I'm doing and this is where I want to be and I'm just playing soccer and soccer all the time. And, um, 
And then just to know that if I could go and do this one more time, play yep. up in a, a state cup and see. Um, it was, yeah, it was very, um, very physical yep. at that time, obviously, because we're now talking, you know, what's that, 90, oh, yeah, gosh, 94. Yeah, Yeah, it's a few years after when I first started and being in the Illawarra and then stepping up, you're playing then against girls from Sydney. Yeah, so it was, it was really physical, I think, I found. Um, but yeah, loved every minute of it because you just yep. improve. You're just improving all the time. And was there any games there that sort of stick in the memory that you you did well or or thought, geez, this was a this was a great decision in the sense that I'm developing and I'm really putting myself out there. Yeah, I guess um, nothing really comes to mind. I do remember playing at Put- Putney, yep. which is up that far, isn't it? like north. Sydney, yeah. yeah. Um, I think it was one of the Sydney Olympic Park or something I was playing yeah. at. Yeah. I don't, to be honest, I don't remember too much of that year. It must have been all a bit of a, you know. A whirlwind. Whirlwind, yeah. Just a, um, but I know that I've, I came back um, after that time and um, I'm, I must have just had it in my mind, I'm coming back and I'm going to try and improve um, you know the pathway, the public. The game city, is a hold down here. The hold, and I'm just gonna stay down here, yeah, the next time, um, and then just try and improve it, yeah, and get the competition up, back up and running, and and because that when I think with Macarthur and the association, we didn't have a lot of teams. Yep. In the comp at that time. Um, and that was probably one of the reasons why you went to to Liverpool that year. Yeah, yeah. Looking back now, that's probably right that I did, um, yeah, venture off. Up the uh, up the highway, <laughs> and so in '94, um, uh, you had your first daughter, Emily, and and didn't play soccer. So after sort of um, and, and and not taking away um, 90, yeah '95 the experience yeah. of of um, Emily and 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 starting your family. But did um, part of you uh, miss being involved in the game in that sense? Yeah, uh, definitely. because it had been probably I guess. 10, 11 years at that point that you just, and the five years before that, you were pretty full on. Yeah. So, oh, so how did you find sort of being taken away from taken the game in that sense? Yeah, I did. I definitely did, did miss it. Yeah. And um, uh, I think uh, even leading up to that, I um, I think it was even the, when I got married too that I, there's an article there I found in 93 when I got married. Um, I missed the game. I missed the grand final. But I, on a Sunday, I don't yep. know. I don't think I would have missed a grand. Maybe I was a. I don't know. Maybe I went away or something. <laughs> <laughs> but I was saying how I was getting married and I was going to miss the grand final. So, um, but then yeah, to come and then have Emily in. Um, it was in August actually in '95. Um, yeah, I did miss it. Yeah, I did miss it, and I, I knew that I wanted to go back. It was, yep. Yeah, no question. That's where I was. Yeah, heading back after after having her. Um, and just being, you know, just being involved and being active, yeah. And then you um, sort of 96, 97 had, had a couple of years there at South Coast United Women's Soccer Club. So was that, because um, uh, South Coast United are a Croatian club, so was that under their um, umbrella that you were playing um, in sort of the women's competition but with, sort of on Ian McLennan Park and whatnot? 
Yeah, that's right. So the main ground, that's right. We played on Ian McKellen up at Campbell Grange. Yep. Um, and the reason why I joined South Coast at the time was because we're living um, down at Unandera. Yep. Yeah. So it was after... more logistics in that sense. Yeah. Just was... easy to get to training. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, closer to home. So I must have, um, you know, looked around, yep. you know, who who had teams, who was available. And they were fairly new, I think, in the competition at that time too. They might have been in the competition for a couple of years and um, then I joined them. And again, you know, this is another bunch of great girls that I joined um, with. Um, and it was many uh, De- Devo, I think his name, the yep. coach was. Um, yeah, so he, um, we played there on a Sunday lots of young girls yep. yeah joining the um there was a, another lady that i had come across um carol um Lumston, i think her last name yep. was um and she was a, a not like a player from the past as well but she played in other teams i never played with her played with just her, only against her against her so she was in the team as well and with these great bunch of Young girls. Um, there's Catherine Lear, who yep. I first met. Now she's still involved. Most people know Kath in the game. In yeah, being involved with football South Coast. Yeah, and... so she's now. Yep. Yeah, um, so that's when she, when I first met her. Um, and this, yeah, South Coast. We seem to again win a lot of the competitions, <laughs> win the association cups and the you know the grand finals. Um, I do remember actually going. Um, was one they love to have like I suppose the men's do as well if it's a grand final day yep. you go over the coach's place yep. and everyone has a breakfast <laughs> and everyone's so cheerful and mm. I do remember going over to the coach's place many there one year for our grand final um, yeah just the things that you remember is yeah but we definitely played up at yeah Ian McKellen Park and those. so when you'd come back from Liverpool and and you'd had Emily and there you're having two years there at South Coast and a successful period with um, some younger women as well had had the numbers improved in terms of teams playing yeah and could you see that improvement in the game definitely yeah definitely the, the competition increased um, you could see the difference in even the skill level with the girls coming through um, so I just, yeah, wanted to be involved and to just try and improve the competition itself and, um, and being part of it. Yeah. So that was, that was a couple of good years that I had, had with them. Yeah. And, and then you, yeah, in, in 98, you had your second daughter, Ashley, um, and, and then had another year off there and then come back in 99 to, um, have another year with South Coast United. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, because I was still living um, up at Unandera. Yep. And, um, yeah, they must have wanted me to come back. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's happened there, but, yeah, yeah, come back for another year. Because um, I, guess, I guess at that point you're sort of mid to late 20s, still sort of in your prime in that sense, and even though um, you had two daughters, um, were you still sort of, I guess, fit and sharp as... And, and contributing in those teams? I, yeah, I think so, yeah. I mean, my girls kept me on my, on my toes, of course. Yep. They kept me <laughs> going. Um, yeah, again, I think the position that I was holding most of these in these years... So that's centre midfield position? Centre midfield, yeah, and controlling the, the midfield there and defence. Um, um, yeah, and it, I just remember my girls always coming and sitting yep. in the stand... Um, with my husband at the yeah with Greg and um, they were just pretty much just getting pulled along. We go to soccer, <laughs> <laughs> and then you're very young age. Um, 
And then that that next year, sort of that 2000, 2001, um, uh, you were part of the Wollongong Wolves women's soccer team and uh, and you played at Brandon Park. So how did that come about and, yeah. and what competition did they play in? Yeah, well, that was... Um, that was I think it all started from this team at the South Coast. Yeah. They wanted to, yeah. Um, sort of play in a division above. Yeah, it? yeah. So it was most, or well, some of those players came along. Um, and it was, um, to be honest, I don't even know how it even all started, like with the Wollongong Wolves, because, you know, obviously with the men yep. being in the, in the league as well, in the, um, and playing at Brandon Park. So, um, that was um, the first year was in two thousand, so that was with um, Gary Masters. Yep. Yeah, Darcy, yep. So he um, try and find. Yeah, he was part of. I do remember him um, again being part of that. So it was quite a few of the the South Coast women that you were playing with had come across come into out. this team, and then uh, the well, best, the think, best um, of the, the best of, uh, I guess, the rest of the competition had played as well. Actually, were in I think that, that team. was in 2001 that they came across yep. some of those players, and I can just see here, um, yeah, that came into into that league in 2001. 2000 was more um, uh, Juanita Allett and yep. Vanessa um, McKellen. Um, so you're playing against every second week, playing against Sydney teams, Sydney is that right? Sydney teams again, yeah, travelling around. So were you, I guess, um, you had a successful period at South Coast United, but now you, I guess, you had that appetite again to, Play. I guess, represent and push the yeah. the women's game in yeah. the region that's, back into that sort of that's right. state state cup sort of competition yeah, competition yeah so that um i guess that first year that they've selected the players um there was a karen uh, thessel or thessel yep. as well um so these players were selected sorry from other clubs Oops. around the area from the district to play into this competition yeah so this was um, under the umbrella with the Wollongong. Yeah. Wolves so ha- how was that amongst the the women? Was it? Um, um, I'll talk about um, Gary in a minute as a coach. But what about? Was it a good feeling that you know, sort of? I guess the men's and women's had aligned in that sense yeah. for this for this aspect. And, oh, for sure. And was it a good thing that playing at Brandon Park? Being in a Wolves jersey, yeah, for sure. I mean, that was just I think one probably one of my highlights to put yep. on a Wollongong Wolves shirt at the time. I do remember doing canteen and barbecues <laughs> on the <laughs> on the weekend. Um, yeah, so we were involved in um, the club itself, club side of it. Yeah, and um, and being part of yeah, and they always yeah they they were always involving us, you know, making sure that we were out on the field and getting yep. photos taken to be known that we are part of um, the club as sort well. one club yeah. and just all the teams come together. That's it, yeah. So what uh, What about um, Gary as a coach? Um, how did you find him? Yeah, yeah. Um, very um, uh, like a taskmaster, I guess. Yeah, yep. very spot on with yep. what he wanted to get across and how he wanted you to perform and... Um, and just yeah, just I think he just improved my game as well yep. over those yeah that that time too. Um, but I think it was just great that we had someone as as Gary Masters to come into into a women's um, a, you know team and yep. to to show us yeah and to improve our game like he did. So that was good. 
Because he was from Balgany too, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, was, and he had yeah. involvement at, at Tarawana, Tarawana and and um, I think he even played in the sort of state league or federation days as well. So he's definitely synonymous in, in the Illawarra game. In terms of um, sort of during that 2001 season, you're sort of playing with Wolves, but you're also um, involved in the Illawarra Women's uh, Soccer Association as a publicity officer. Yeah, so, so yeah. Um, that was when it all started, I think 2000, maybe when I thought, oh, yeah. So okay. you just thought that um, you had a passion for the game yeah. um, and you wanted to, to help the game be what it could be. And so then you, you joined the Women's Association? Yeah, that's right, the committee. I went, yeah, yeah. being part of um, the publicity, yeah, to making sure, um, yeah, this, the the word gets out there that these women are out there playing at this level and there's teams out there that are competing. Um, and just to be known, that, that it to be known, you know, for the younger girls, there's that pathway as well to come through if you're wanting to play. So it was 2000, yeah, being part of that committee as a publicity officer. I remember, oh gosh, getting, you know, the results from yep. the, the teams on a Sunday. They would either, I think, phone or text at the time and yep. and then I would have to record it and send it on to the Mercury, give yep. them a call and pass on the um, the results. Um, and that would then be listed in on the paper, paper. The, on the Monday morning with everyone else's results. Yeah. So, so how did you, um, I guess, find that sort of administration side of things? Like who else was in the um, Illawarra Women's Soccer Association at that point in time? And and how did you find that interaction with them? Yeah, yeah. Well, Margot Naylor, for sure, she was around at the yep. time. Um, another man called Rod Roderick. Um, yep. He was, yeah, he had, again, a, a past member um, of the association, been a, yeah, a long time, and he's a life member, I believe, as well. Yep. Um, so just, yeah, those, Joan, uh, Joan Hudson probably come in a bit later, but yep. Dot, Dot Reed, Reed Stevenson, she was around. Yep. Um, so yeah, just being part and to go in, obviously every, I think they had a meeting every month, you yep. know, to, to improve it. And I think at that time too, we were still an association on our own. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, so everything was, you know, we, yeah, uh, okay, we've got the men's happening at this week, on this weekend at these grounds and then, okay, where are we going to be playing? And so it was, yeah, a lot of that as well to make sure. So it was sure. a lot of logistical challenges. Yeah, as well, hey. And, and how did you find um, being the publicity officer um, were, you know, it was pretty much just Illawarra Mercury. I guess the internet hadn't really taken off to a great extent then, no. but it, it was starting. Um, was it hard to sort of get sort of stories in, in the papers or the advertiser or the Lake Times and stuff like um, that? It wasn't too bad. I know yep. Phil Murray was it was he around, I think, at the time taking articles. Phil Murphy. Oh yep. Murphy, yep. sorry, yep. Murphy, yep. yeah. So I know I yeah, I spoke to him. Yep. And gave him a bit of a rundown on... on some of the games. Um I think I even went on A B C radio yeah. when there was a grand final. Yep. Day, you know, games coming up. Um yeah, so it was just that um there was things going in, but obviously yep. not to the extent, yep. yeah, obviously with soccer in the Aurora. Not, yeah. not the way we see it these days. No, no, yeah. So um, you then um, sort of had stopped playing there for, for a couple of years and, and had your third daughter. Um, and then back in, I guess, 2003, you came back to the game at Winuna. 
and and this time not just as a player but as a coach as well so yeah, um yeah i know <laughs> um how did you i guess uh, you'd been a player for for a long period um you know over 20 years now but yeah. how did you find being a coach as well and playing because yeah, that, that's a hard a hard thing to do uh, for sure but it's a challenge isn't it um yeah i think at the time, Wanuna was a strong club too yep. coming in. Um, I think they even had two teams, you know, because at this time the association is growing and we're yep. getting more and more teams in. Um, we're finding obviously the, those younger girls are coming through. Um, and um, I think at the time maybe they didn't have a coach or something and <laughs> I, I don't know, maybe I just put my hand up being, oh, I can do this. Oh, gosh. Coming in. And Rob Mackay, um, yeah, part of. He's been part of Wanuna for a long time. Yeah, he was there as well with his daughters. So I think he helped a lot too. Yep. Um, I think I just use my past experience, obviously yep. with all the coaches that I've had, especially Gary Masters and then playing in the State Cups and um, and use those skills. Southern New South Wales, Liverpool and all that sort yeah, of stuff. Yeah, and, and to bring that into a, into a fairly new, I suppose, team in Wanuna. Yep. Well, actually, no, they've very been going on. They had been going on for a long time, but um, I never had played with them in the early yep. years. But this is sort of a, a um, fresh or refreshed team, yeah. That um, that I joined, um, and just to bring those, yeah, those skills, the the knowledge in, um, to into the team. Gosh, I think because um, you had a few years there at yeah, Winuna. Yeah, we did. I did. Yeah, and that was probably you know. Um, going and looking at your timeline probably the longest you had spent yeah, at, at one club at one club for sure um yeah definitely you know again a great bunch of girls women love the club um you know we got involved in everything you know your canteen and you yep. um obviously going you know afterwards after the game and yeah and it was always very um very supportive as well on the field and enjoyable and competitive and yep. you know we and, and I guess we've just got the benefits from that too by winning and winning this um, the, the grand finals and yep. and um, and staying there and um, and again I think coming from a, being a publicity officer then I went and started a website. So this is at the same time of being involved with women. Yeah. You're still on the Laura Women's Soccer so Association committee. committee. Yeah, and so you can currently being the the web designer administrator. Yeah, at a very early time in the in the internet um, beginnings. Yeah, gosh, I remember. Yeah, obviously getting the domain name and, yep. and calling it. I think it was Illawarra Women's Soccer Association at that time. Okay. So IWSA. Yep. Um, setting that up. Lucky I had a husband who was in IT. <laughs> So I just worked countless and hours on developing. So obviously I would take that into the committee and say, yep. right, we need to get our own website Spot. up and running. We need to get all this information. So it was very basic, but at least it was up there for but people it was a beginning to, and... to look at. Yeah. So to, 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 to look at that now, um, having... What have I got at that time? I've got three children. Yeah, no, <laughs> I was, I was just about to say... I'm coaching. Uh... Your time management skills are, are amazing. Oh, my goodness. And, um, yeah, oh, and I know with Rob McKay, he just supported me all the way because I kept yep. saying we need to we need to get in, we need to change, you know, what's happening with all these. I could, I could see all these juniors you yeah. know, coming through, and that was probably around the time, I think, 
was it the juniors are allowed to play in that comp- in their competition? Um, yeah, I think so. Yeah, because you know, because we were separate, yep. of course, up until I'm not sure exactly what the year was. It was the women's no, association, and yeah, yeah. you got your juniors. It was always, yeah, and it was just pushing for that pathway, you know, yep. for those girls um, to come through. And I guess, I guess, it's just that. Yeah, just wanted to be involved. That passion. That passion to <laughs> at an early age. When I was young, and the and the people that I met at that early age, I think that just has just continued. Yeah. And do you think um, what I was going to ask was, do you think part of it was that, um, like it is a lot of times in life, um, you know, probably in parenting, I feel the most where something that you might not have got, even though I got, I had a great upbringing, um, that you want um, your kids to have what you had, or even more. Do you think? That because you didn't have the opportunities as a younger girl, that you were sort of pushing this sort of uh, point of view because they deserve a chance at that early age to be amongst other girls playing. Um, yeah, for sure, for sure. I always look back and think, gosh, you know, what could have happened? I guess, yeah, yeah. that um, if we had this now, yeah, back then. But that yep. was, you know, back then. That's fine. Um, but um, and I was also I think I was thinking about um, the skill level as yep. well. In you know having if you have a player that just stands out, and to make sure that that player has every opportunity to improve into but yeah, to go to another level to and, and to test a, themselves out. Yeah, if they if they wish to. Um, and I think it was the the women's association because we had been part of the Illawarra I think it was back in the maybe the late 70s I yeah. think I heard Julie Porter yeah and I didn't know that obviously at that time you know there was a, a women's teams going yeah. around um I must have been only maybe six or eight at the, something <laughs> at the time but knowing that we had the you know the base in the the foundations back then and the way it's coming through the years and that I've been involved in um, I just wanted to make sure it just got out to everybody that and that everybody had a, an opportunity, yeah, to be involved. Um, and then obviously having the three girls, yeah, just to... Just I guess you could see that, you know, you <laughs> potentially they might want to play the game and they needed the opportunities. Yeah. So in terms of um, you sort of, I guess, had a year there... Um, coaching uh emily's emily's team in under 12s so um that was in 2008 um and i guess at that point in time you're still playing at winuna still being uh, (laughs) on on the illawarra women's soccer association so um how did you find that aspect of it sort of that it had come full circle in that sense yeah that's yeah it's um amazing um because then I obviously coaching the um, like obviously te- older lady yep. or teenager I should say, and then coming down to an age of that yeah under twelves, yeah. you just got to s- switch it around and completely just you know come up with different methods t- methods of your training, um, which I didn't I guess again I'm just using all my knowledge and experience and, yeah from the years to know okay well I need to do this and teach them this and. Um, uh, I guess, yeah, just trying to come back to when I was coaching Emily, um, I did have a little bit of a, a job. Well, it was a part-time job 
doing yeah. um, soccer twos at a bulleye at the PCYC. So, so what? One. So soccer twos is that sort of a, a program for for younger younger yeah, kids? Yeah, yeah. So it's like preschool age up until about five or six. Yep. Yeah. So they were. I was running out at bulleye PCYC at Unandera, yep. and it's just one of the coaches. Yeah, out there. So I learned a lot from Brett, who was the yep. um, the owner of the company at the time. Um, yeah, to, to take that and to use that into... So using some of those skills from that in, in, the, junior, in the junior junior ranks. Yeah. So how did you um, find um, sort of coaching your daughter, but, you know, coaching younger girls? Yeah, again, I think um, challenging, of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then I'm not only dealing with one daughter, but I'm now dealing with another, you know, 12 <laughs> young girls at that age. Um, I try to make it as fun as possible. Yep. Um, it was never about you have to win. You know, you just go out there and play. You enjoy the game. You know, you've got this great friendship that's now yep. forming, um, which I remember back in my days at that yep. age or 14 um and and just enjoying the game you know because i don't think there's a, a better game than soccer to to, to have fun and be amongst fun, teams yeah, and, and and do you think um with your knowledge and experience that teaching them just the basics doesn't matter what level the player is that they're better equipped to then have fun if they know the basics and try you know some you say you see some kids these days and it's not their fault um, and it's not some parent's fault, but if they know how to sort of kick the ball properly um, or, or trap the ball and do some of the skills, the basic stuff, then they have a better chance of enjoying the game? Yeah, oh, for sure. Now, that's that was definitely my baseline. Definitely yep. just bring that in, make sure that they have that understanding, just that simple, um, you know, just how to kick the ball, how to stop the ball, um, and then everything else will come after that. Yep. Yeah, to flow and um, and obviously I just wanted to give everyone all those players an opportunity no matter what level you're at. I could, yep, that is fine. I understand because you know you yeah. you need to be on the paddock to to play to to get the the experience and to get the skills and yeah. So we made sure, and I think I think they did really well one year. <laughs> I think they <laughs> ended up getting to a grand final, so I was pretty happy with that. I think they might have lost that one time I think <laughs> and um and then sort of uh, you then switched clubs again to to through in in 2009 uh, and 2010 yeah. yeah so so how did that come about yeah I guess with Winuna it um just fo- yeah just sort of folded away and sort then fizzled out, yeah, it fizzled out a little bit um I was still on the committee doing um um you know the uh, what was I doing then? I think it was yeah, still doing the publicity and the yep. website um, yep. and being involved. Um, I think the Stingrays came in around some time. That period of time. Around that time. So I know Rob Mackay then um, went across, across yeah, to the Stingrays there as well and, and supported and being part of them as well, which is, you know, just a great um, another level of soccer. Yeah, they're, definitely, the um, they're definitely sort of in this short period of time or it's been a, I guess a, a longer period now but yeah. they've really um, made a difference to the yes. sport in the region haven't they yeah yeah and I yeah by then I knew that my time had passed <laughs> I wasn't going to go and join so was anymore. it more um, with the rule was it more a sort of like a lower division or you're still playing in the top league or what was um, it no I think it was a lower division yep. yeah again it was probably more mums and that yep. yeah over that age of maybe 35 and yep. I was asked I think from a friend of mine that yep. Um, 
wasn't involved in soccer much, yep. um, but she just asked me to come along and play, which and, I did. And yeah. how, did you, how did you find that? <laughs> um, look, not yeah, not good. Yeah, I think I tried to help them as much as I could. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, and I think we went all right. Again, it was just fun and being a part of the game. And because it was a bit more social, how did um, your competitive mindset yeah. um, take that? Yeah, I... Uh, Oh, that's right. Because I think even towards the end of Winuna, I could find, yeah, I could see that I was getting a bit, yeah, a bit slow, and <laughs> sometimes it was a bit frustrating on the on the field. But then come to, yeah, come to Surreal, it was just that, yeah, probably, a bit more relaxed, a bit more relaxed, and um, yeah, it was enjoyable actually. So it was fun. And and you had that um, in two thousand and ten as well. Um, a, a big honour bestowed on you um, in terms of life membership of the Illawarra Women's soccer association so um it must have been a, a huge honor for you yeah because i had i don't think i had any idea wow um and i think you do all these things and then obviously when you look back over your time you think gosh yeah i have put in a lot of time, time. i put in hours as i said on the website yep. i've gone to meetings which others obviously have done as of well others did yep. coaching and being a player and um, you know, being a part of the association at a very early um, time in the competition. Um, I think it was even one time in Winuna when we were playing. Um, I think I was, you know, we've we got to do better. We've got to do better. Yep. And I think, I don't, want, I don't know what year it was. Um, it was 2003-04. But they played the grand final for the Illawarra Women's Association on Win. Stadium. Yep. Um, which I don't think has ever happened Happen. again. Um, I think Margot's husband, maybe Dave Naylor. Yes. Yeah, he was part of the Illawarra Women, uh, sorry, Men's Association yep. at the time. So, um, yeah, and it was just, it was just that constant, yeah, making things better and being involved. Um, so, yeah, when, when I was awarded, I think I was. So that was sort of like shocked. the end of year presentation yeah. and, and you weren't aware of I wasn't aware of it no wow. at the end of this yeah that season or the year um was it we were at the builders club because yep. that was their, their one of their sponsors and we used to go there for every meeting every month yep had our awards nights there and yeah to be presented because I just did it because I was just yeah you were just involved in I the game and wanted and, to help out yeah playing and coaching and yeah, so I was very, I was very honoured. Yeah. And and what about um that the 2011 um and in the last few years you've been involved um at Bulleye Junior Soccer Club, and you 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 got your coaching license and you continue to coach um you, one of your daughters. So um is that still um apart from wanting to help your daughter and her friends, is it more that you have got a, a passion to coach? Um, you know, I think I think I have a little bit of yeah. that passion of coaching and, and yeah, and being involved. Um, but I just, I don't think I've sort of taken it any further than getting the next licence and yep. then going up to a, um, the highest level. Yep. Um, uh, you know, maybe now looking back, maybe, yeah, at some point I probably could have done that and being more involved in the coaching side. Um, 
I find it quite stressful, <laughs> especially <laughs> at uh, at the age, um, you know, because you've had 15, this. Because your daughter Amy, you've had this team for several years, have you? Yeah, yeah. So we, um, I think, after we moved a couple of times, and yep. then we came to, um, I think, in Bulai there. Um, with what year was that? That was in two thousand fourteen. Um, yeah, so we were actually actually living in Winuna, I think, at the time. Um, and she was playing under 10s. She joined the soccer team. She might have even had a year at Winuna. And yep. then um, she went to Bulleye because she was um, at her school was at Bulleye, um, St. Joseph's. So, yeah, the, going down to the field there and, and joining in. Um, and I was sort of just, you know, standing back. There was a coach there, obviously. Yep. Yeah, I'll just, yeah, stand back. I won't yeah, just be a parent. Be a parent. I just <laughs> won't, yeah, get involved. And then I thought, Okay, I'll get involved now. <laughs> I'll try and help. And, um, yeah, so those girls, yeah, we did. Um, I ended up taking the role on when she was, yeah, under 12s. Yep. And they, in Bulleye at the time they had, because then, I mean, the junior competition just exploded. Yeah, there was just teams. It's enormous. Yeah, everywhere. And, um, and yeah, there was a, a team already in Division 1, I think, and then we put it, the Bulleye, Juniors put another team, team in. So, yeah, again, I was at the same level as I had with Emily when yep. she was under 12s at Winuna. Girls that may not have played before. before. Um, and, uh, yeah, just to try and get them to enjoy the game. Um, so it didn't matter how what level they were, if they were that level, this level, you know, I made sure that everyone got to go. Yep. Everyone was taught the same way. Um, maybe it was just the patience that I had to coaching, um, and that background. I think I just keep coming back to this background that yeah, I yeah, just definitely. came across with all the games that I played. And well, it always helps, doesn't it? Yeah. And in terms of, um, do you see yourself in the future um, coaching in the senior ranks, or do you think your your time you've had your time, but or does part of you want to test yourself yeah. out? Yeah, you know, I'm. Even after last year, so I had the girls there again, um, under 15s or 16s at Bullock, yep. and Amy's team, um, yep. they then reduced down to the one team. Um, and, you know, it's challenging, it's rewarding at the same yep. time when they do win and they do well. Um, and then obviously the under 16s last year, they won the comp- uh, they won the championships on the day, on the grand yep. final day. Um, they beat, yeah, the team. Um, so I've always thought, yeah, maybe I could do this and yep. take this to the next level. Um, or even take this team into the senior ranks potentially. Yeah, well, that that um, happened. So yep. this team um, went then from under 16s because uh, at the time, obviously, Football South Coast is now. Yep. Yeah, has a umbrella. umbrella. Yeah, yep. um, uh, come up. Well, they decided an under twenty one division. Yeah, I think it's women's youth, youth league. league. Yeah, yep. so that wasn't last. It was last year, I think they yep. started it. So didn't they, they, yeah. So they played in that, and they you, played, you coached them. Not, not this year. So yep. that was their first year this year. Yep. That these well, not all of these girls that played in the grand final and the yep. season last year under sixteens went and okay. continued playing. And my daughter was one of those. She didn't want to play anymore. <laughs> I just said, mm, okay, um, <laughs> not you know, 
doesn't have my passion for for the game. But yeah. anyway, um, she was happy to have time because they're all in year eleven. Yeah, you know, yeah. at this age, it's so a, it's a huge time yeah, in so an education half. sense. And I was asked um, to coach because um, um, is it Paul Connery? Yeah, Paul yep. Connery is involved in well, the main guy out of Bulleye. Bulleye, yeah. Um, and he actually <clears throat> he actually supported us last year. Um, so with with them being under 16s and prior to that under 15s they were at Bulleye Juniors training yep. and I had them with an assistant and then last year Paul said why don't you come up and train with us with the senior club and then the girls can get introduced at Bulls Paddock and... yeah oh, wow. some of the time was <clears throat> was at Bulleye Juniors yep. um, <clears throat> soccer field so he in, yeah he just um, took us on board got us up there every Wednesday night. The girls trained then with the, his teams. I think he had division three and yep. two or something. Um, so it was a great introduction for these girls that want to continue on Under to play, to have these older girls and yeah, and knowing this is a training session. You just don't muck around and you don't <laughs> chat and you, you know, and That's this right. is what I remember when I was being coached. You, it's serious stuff. You know, <laughs> you are training hard when you're coming to a training session. Um, each week, I guess. Uh, I guess your your uh, introduction to the sport in an organised sense was as a fourteen year old amongst amongst women. So uh, yeah. at Pop Arrington there, so it was a, a vastly different to how it is now. How it is, yeah. So w- sure. when you um, look back, um, you know you've done quite a lot in in different different areas. You know, as a player, as an administrator. Um, you know, as a parent slash coach. Yeah. So um, do you look upon any sort of period with more fondness than, than others? Um, it's definitely the, the early years, I think. Yep. Just um, Fernhill, for sure. Yep. Um, great gr- bunch of ladies, just people, parents, you know, yep. um, being around. And they were just a great bunch of girls to be around as well. Um, they always involved include me in yep. things. And, um, obviously, I wasn't old enough to be out drinking and things yeah, with them yeah, afterwards, yeah. but I was always there having a lemonade or you yeah. know something. I was always being involved and included in that team. So definitely, you know, Julie McGuffey, Julie Porter, um, like there was, you know, um, uh, Julie Morris, um, places like that that I still remember i can still see them yep. as they were playing, playing back in those days because that that would yeah those those years will, i will never forget those years yeah. um but even you know continuing on and being involved um with these other clubs even though they might have only been a short time yeah, yeah. but still some great memories as well and then obviously winuna um because that just then sparked the um the passion of making sure that the girls can play Play. and there's a pathway for them and so that's that's probably another highlight as well i think being involved in winuna as well and and although there is like you said you know probably 10 to sort of 40 people over this period of time predominantly women and some men as well that have been involved in the women's game in the illawarra do you are you pretty proud that you know you've done your part um, along with them to to bring the game to where it is today. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Now that's um something that I've yeah I don't really think of. I guess 
yep. for myself because you think, oh, well, I'm just being part of the big picture. And yep. I, yeah, um, and just having that drive to, to succeed, I guess, to make sure there is that, you know, that outcome. Yep. Um, but knowing at the time when I'm thinking, well, I don't even know what, where am I heading? What's this, he- where, is, where is it heading? No one would have known at that time Fine. when I was pushing everything, you know, making sure this is happening. And, yep. and there was even things back in the, when I was in the association. Okay, so why can't the women play on Balgani number one why? ground? Why can't they be playing on the Wynn Stadium? You know, yep. there was always this push. And, or playing on Saturdays or in playing, the afternoon. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was always known that the women yeah. were playing Sundays because the men's um, playing on the Saturday. But it was just that, and at least I got the Wynn Stadium. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that, that achieved that one. And others, obviously, we played other, yeah, on big on big fields too in the end. So, um, and I think, yeah, looking back, you know that, you know that this, this we have to change things. Yep. Um, and then, yeah, just looking back and looking at all my past history and that, I just think, well, where did I find the time? <laughs> and how did I do that? <laughs> yeah. Um, as I said, I was a shy person back in the <laughs> early years when I first started. And I'm sure those girls can um, confirm that. Yeah. They, um... Well, I guess when you're around <laughs> sort of that 14, 15 um, year old mark, you, you always, uh, when you come into sort of an adult's, type club it's always uh you know difficult and and hard to sort of uh put yourself about when you you're very young for sure (laughs) yeah that's right yeah well um thank you very much for um allowing me into your home a lot of respect for that and um very very generous with your time and, and your timeline so um jenny thank you very much for being on the podcast i greatly appreciate it all right thanks travis for having me thank you Thanks again, Jenny, for a great interview, and my respect goes out to Jenny and her family for allowing me into their home. I cannot wait to record my next interview, and I hope you will listen to me again. I am your host, Travis. Thanks, and goodbye. (laughs) 